going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 221 of the DFS Dose podcast, your fix of daily fantasy sports information, strategy, and analysis. I'm your host, Ben Hover, joined as I always am by Joey Carrion. And on today's show, we are back with another edition of the ADP Market Report. Going to check in on some of the biggest risers and fallers in terms of underdog ADP over the past seven days. And Joey, once again, our biggest faller, same as last week, is Deshaun Watson. He is the quarterback 20, and along with him, he's dragging down multiple Browns, David Bell, Donovan Peoples-Jones, also in the top three of players falling in ADP. This entire Browns offense is on the decline right now in best ball. Yeah, and we talked about it last week. You lose a top five quarterback potentially to what most people think will be a year-long suspension. Obviously, the Browns skill position players are going to take a hit in ADP. It's pretty much correcting. Obviously, we don't have that news yet, which is surprising. I thought by now we at least would have you know, gotten a rumor or something about the length of his potential suspension, but no news yet. But it makes sense as to why these these guys are dropping, you know. Goes from a potential top five, top seven offense to a potential bottom five offense if Jacoby Brissett starts the whole year or whoever else they might have starting at quarterback. So just kind of a situation that I personally want to stay away from. We talked about it a bunch last week, so they can go back and listen to that. Just will have no interest in David Njoku or Amari Cooper or David Bell or Donovan Peoples-Jones or any of these guys really if Watson is gone for the entire year. See, I still think that I would have some exposure to guys like Cooper and Chuck. I think that they're talented enough that they can still produce. Like, even if Jacoby Brissett is the starter for 17 weeks, Amari Cooper's still probably finishing with, like, a 1,000 yards and, you know, six or seven touchdowns. Like, it's just the ancillary guys. Like, I wouldn't touch Bell or DPJ or Njoku, you know, without Watson there. And so, for that reason, I'm, I'm not you know, drafting any of these guys. Bell is down almost 11 spots, TPJ 10 spots. Like these are guys that are soon to be like 18th round, final round picks in best ball. And and rightfully so until we get any clarity on Watson's status. Yeah, I I totally agree. I I do agree that you should probably still be drafting Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and Amari Cooper, just because, you know, what you said, those guys are talented enough to where they will still score fantasy points throughout the year, even with subpar quarterback play. Uh, But I, I would definitely be lower than consensus on those guys without Watson, for sure. Other than that, there haven't really been too many fallers. It's kind of a slow you know, period in terms of news right now in the NFL. We're going to get a couple player stories pop up here and there, but for the most part, this is definitely the slow period. So a lot of these guys are going to be stagnant. Right now, the guys that are falling most, or besides the Browns anyways, are like, Will Fuller, Odell Beckham, guys like that who, you know, we've talked about it, you know, multiple weeks in a row. It's just people are hesitant to buy them until they get landing spots. But inevitably, both of these players will be signed. And for that reason, I still think it's a good value play to try and buy them now before their ADPs spike. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And we've talked about it a bunch over these last couple of market reports that as soon as these players sign their ADPs are going to shoot up and we see that with somebody that we're going to talk about in the top risers. So it's like you might as well just be drafting them here and there because they're most likely going to sign to a team and play football in 2022. So take the ADP value while it's there and just uh, be comfortable with knowing that you, you got some expected value on your team. Yep. 
absolutely. Let's shift over to the top risers. Sammy Watkins has moved 11.2 spots. His new ADP is 174.5 going as the wide receiver 77. If I'm not mistaken, Watkins was a faller a couple of weeks ago and, and yep. maybe it's just sort of auto-correcting. There hasn't been any real new reports on Sammy Watkins. So I'm not sure what has caused the round shift. Maybe it's just a correction from an overreaction a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, he's wide receiver 77 right now. Current ADP of 174.5, you know, down from 185.7. And it probably is a correction from the overreaction from a couple weeks ago where he was down like 10 spots so he's back at his old ADP and you know I still don't have much interest in Sammy Watkins just because at this point we know the type of player he is and what he's going to do when he's out there and that isn't much he's not going to give you a ton of spike weeks he's not going to give you a consistent floor you know that could potentially make your lineup as a wide receiver three or flex he's just the guy that will probably have one good game for the whole year and be a non-factor for the rest of the season is it so, gonna be week one because a couple could, of, for a few years he was just dropping monster games week one and then dying for the rest of the season yeah. i wonder if that's gonna be the case this year <laughs> who knows maybe but yeah, I just have no interest in Sammy Watkins. Although, you know, there is opportunity open on the depth chart and somebody has to step in. And if I had to guess, he'll probably start in three wide receiver sets if he's still on the team come the regular season. There's been reports like he's not even a lock to make the 53-man roster. So I just have zero interest in Sammy Watkins, even though he is the wide receiver 77. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. The only times I've taken Watkins are when I got Rodgers at value yeah. and I just wanted to, you know, pair him with a late stack and you look to either Watkins or Amari Rodgers as just, you know, absolute dart throws, but nothing to feel confident about. Our next biggest riser is Jarek McKinnon, who re-signed with the Kansas City Chiefs this week. He went from basically being undrafted to rising 10 spots. Now he's going in the 18th round consistently as the RB62 is 80 is 205.7 do you see mckinnon having a sizable role here with with the chiefs i i still think that ronald jones and ceh are really going to dominate touches but if mckinnon is going to have a role he's probably a value you know with a, a final round pick in that casey offense yeah i mean he showed towards the end of last year that he still has some juice left in the tank. Uh, he he was pretty solid. He displaced Daryl Williams there, you know, as the as the primary uh, ball carrier and as a primary running back when Ceh was hurt and even when Ceh was in, Jarek McKinnon carved himself out a nice role in that offense kind of relegated the other two to backup roles so I think currently he probably is a good pick at his ADP of 205 running back 62 obviously crowded backfield with Ronald Jones and CEH and they drafted a rookie running back as well and it probably will take an injury or two for McKinnon to get there but he's definitely a, a late round running back that you want to be targeting now that he re-signed with the Chiefs and you know he showed if he gets the opportunity he could put up you know decent games he I think he had a 20 plus point game at the end of last season so if you can get that out of uh 18th round running back 
I, I think it's a fine pick. Yeah, I agree. Just, you know, being attached to the Kansas City Chiefs offense, I think is valuable. He is 30 years old, so I, I don't know how bullish I am on him, but maybe worth a shot or two. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of tread on his tires, though. True. That yeah. is the thing, so which, it, which is, you know, I think that's kind of important. I mean, age definitely plays a factor because you naturally just decline as you get older. But Well, he does only, he only has 567 career rushing attempts. So, yeah. you know, his body is probably, you know, as good as it's going to get for a 30-year-old running back in the NFL. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Speaking of running backs in the NFL, there was a report from the Athletics' Vic Tafour, who's one of the better NFL reporters out there, I think. And, and his report with The Athletic was that it's unlikely Josh Jacobs is going to be a bell cow in 2022. And he even went on to suggest that Josh McDaniels believes that rookie running back Zamir White is already the superior option in the backfield to both Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. If that's true, he's a stone cold value and he's been rising up boards a little bit. He is on our risers list here. He's gone up about a half round, currently ADP 204. So still a final round pick going as the RB61 and White is a player that I drafted a lot of pre-draft just because he profiles as a guy who can catch passes he lands in a pretty decent offense in a high-powered division and I like White especially with this positive buzz around him so I definitely think in terms of final round picks you could do a lot worse than leaving with Zamir White yeah I mean fourth round pick six foot 214 ran a 4-4 so he does profile as a player that you want to give touches to in the NFL at the running back position, right? Uh, he just has that build, that prototypical build of a workhorse running back. Obviously, Josh Jacobs is there and is probably going to be the lead back. But even Josh Jacobs came out and said, like, he wants these other guys involved in the offense. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't want to be the main guy. Like, he straight up said that himself. So this is going to be a two- or three-way committee with White, Kenyon Drake, and Josh Jacobs, which obviously makes it a tough situation for fantasy football and I don't know if I would have much interest in Josh Jacobs at this point and then obviously Kenya Drake is dealing with I think he broke his ankle last year or whatever so he's been dealing with that and Zamir White he's the cheapest of the bunch I'm assuming right by far well actually Kenyon Drake is is right in that range too as a guy who barely gets drafted yeah so you definitely could take shots on Zamir White and Kenya Drake just because we obviously know running backs get injured more than any other position and if one or two of these guys were to go down Kenya Drake you know I think you could classify him as injury prone if you want he's dealt with a lot of injuries throughout I mean, the course of his year shit same with Josh Jacobs to be honest his career yeah same with Josh Jacobs and you know, if those two guys were to go down, Zamir White becomes a, a workhorse back on one of the better offenses in the NFL. So definitely worth a flyer at his RB61 ADP for sure. Yep, love him, especially, I mean, you could definitely see uh, all of these guys getting run if Josh McDaniels brings any of that Patriots, you know, philosophy over to the Raiders. Yeah. It's just going to be a lot they'll, of different They'll all get backs. run, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, last guy that we're going to talk about on this list is Josh Palmer, he is a player that I've been consistently drafting across all sites all offseason long. I just love what he profiles as this year as the clear-cut wide receiver three for the Chargers, and he just has such upside to step in if either of Mike Williams or Keenan Allen goes down. He's just the clear-cut number three right now. He's been running with the first-team offense in all of the practices that the Chargers have run, and in, I mean, at wide receiver 69, I think he's just a stone-cold value as, as a guy who's going to be heavily involved 
involved in a top five NFL offense with a top five NFL quarterback. Yeah, his ADP is just way too low, yeah. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Just just way too low for all of the reasons that you mentioned. They're going to be one of the more pass-heavier teams. They have an MVP candidate at quarterback. They're going to be one of the better teams in the NFL. They're going to be in the red zone a bunch, score a ton of points, and he's the wide receiver three and you know should see more opportunity in playing time this year. Obviously, Jalen Guyton is going to factor in as kind of the deep threat in that offense, you know, spread the field out, whatever. So he's going to he's going to lose snaps to Jalen Guyton for sure. But Josh Palmer, you know, when Keenan and Mike Will were injured last year, he played, he showed that, you know, he can be a solid wide receiver in the NFL going into his sophomore year. So taking that leap uh, and should see improvement. So I definitely love Josh Palmer. And I think wide receiver 69 is just way, way too low for a player in one of the best situations in the NFL as the wide receiver three. There's there's also just a lot of competition for touches in that offense. So, you know, maybe he is kind of appropriately priced, but I still think it's it's a little off. I, I, w- I would have him, you know, in the top 55. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. I mean, I had 18% exposure to him in my first 150 on the, the pre-draft best ball tournament on drafters. So, I mean, he's a guy that I've been targeting all off season uh, and I'm going to continue to target until his price gets out of control. And I just don't see it getting out of control, to be honest. I don't, I don't think he gets much higher than where he's going right now. As long as he's, you know, wide receiver 60 or below, I will be continuously taking shots on him. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. All right. That is going to be it for this week's edition of the ADP Market Report. You can find us on Twitter at the DFS Dose as well as our personal Twitters. I'm at Ben Hover. Joey's at Joey Carrion DFS. We will be back on Sunday with another Best Ball Brunch live stream. Make sure you guys check that out if you want to stay connected and keep up to date with what's going on with the podcast. You can join our inner circle via the free Discord channel. The link to do so is in the show notes to the podcast everybody listening out there we appreciate you we value you until next time let's stay accountable and keep it authentic